0: Lils and Patrick are two local musicians from the New England area whose minimal accomplishments have left them thoroughly unqualified to judge bands and artists who have been more successful than they ever could be. And yet, their passion for bad music persists on Jukebox Zeroes, the podcast that takes a retrospective look at the worst albums of all time. From The Shags to Attila, from Cyberpunk to Scream, if there's a band that has an album they're ashamed of, Lils and Patrick will be there. Share their love on Jukebox Zeroes, now on the Zero Science Network, and wherever podcasts may be found found
1: i'm a 1940s radio who sounds like john lovett and for some reason i'm caught in world war ii but wop babaloo bop a bop bam toaster that's right we watched the brave little toaster so you know what that means it's in the basket the writer's bagel basket Hang on to your
2: hats, you devil dogs, because the master bebop blaster of all time is going to give you a soul injection. Womp, womp, loom, bomb boot, boot, Tear me apart, Lisa! Wait up out of a building! Yes, it was very exciting. Tomorrow we go to the zoo. I love you! That's all I needed to hear. Remember, no matter where you go, there you
1: are. Hi, welcome to Roger's Bagel Basket, and I'm on location. I am coming from the smell cave or or did you name it something else?
0: It's now the old factory.
1: The old factory. I am here with my favies. I'm here with Lils Martin and Pat Berry of Jukebox Zero.
3: Hi, Scott. It's Hi, such Scott. a wonderful May day because we recorded this in May because it's a lost episode. <laughs> no, sure. we, we're recording it in June. The lost episode. No, but
1: <laughs> our schedules couldn't mesh up. So, Which
0: is a damn shame. I know. Well, We were actually supposed to record it in the Smell Cave, but then- uh, we moved. <laughs> <laughs> so one day.
1: Y- so yeah. Now we're in the old factory, and um, because originally I was gonna have you guys do Shaft for my birthday. Month.
0: <laughs> oh damn! I've never, I've never seen Shaft.
1: Not but... the original, the Sam Jackson one.
0: Oh okay.
1: Which I actually like better than the original, and I do love me some black exploitation. Have
3: uh, you have you seen that? Have you seen that new Shaft movie no, that's I'm out? I knew
0: so bad. <laughs> Wait, there's a new new one. Oh yeah.
3: yes, with his son JJ. And the original Shaft, Richard Roundtree.
1: Oh, you you got him back to use the knobs? No, I shot him. <laughs> That's a line from the trailer. Um, so we're talking about the 1988 Disney? Question mark classic.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's certainly Disney- Hyperion Disney-80. Pictures. Okay,
1: yes, so what happened? I'll get into it. We're talking about the Brave Little Toaster. And Hyperion was Pixar before Pixar. Mm-hmm. Disney bought this after the movie was made because- They're cool like that. Oh,
0: yes. Right.
1: This was supposed to be like a made-for-TV movie, and somehow it ended up in theaters.
3: You know. It's based off of like... A a a children's book. Yeah, a series Mm -hmm. of like a short story or a novella or something. And I can only imagine, I don't remember the name of the author, but I just picture him sitting in an easy chair with just this middle-distance stare while the rain's just pouring down outside his window. He's got like a tumbler of cognac in one... One hand, and he's just staring off into the distance, and then he just out of nowhere utters. I'm going to jerk <laughs> off to this toaster. <laughs> like he just says, what if my blender could feel? <laughs> Do you know what this
1: movie is? This movie is literally all three Toy Story movies.
0: Well, yeah, I think it it directly inspired it. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to... Uh, Right up top, I gotta say, I fucking love this movie. It's, I loved it
1: as a kid, and now it just makes me really depressed.
0: It, it made me feel really depressed, too, but in like, in a way that like the the swadade, you know, the, the sort of long, the existential longing feeling. Well, there's is, something uh,
1: really sad about this movie. Yes. Like, <laughs> like the, the kid who plays Blanky makes me so depressed. Oh my god, I don't know, he's <laughs> like a... Blankie.
0: Oh my god. It, it
1: Blanky is the Who sad, voiced the the Blanky.
0: I don't know but He's it's like the same some no name child actor
1: sort of guy. Yeah, he has one credit. Yeah. And it was this. They were I murdered think, in
0: think, 1989 <laughs> in a murder suicide <laughs> by <God>. his father.
3: <laughs> oh my god. Not Judith Barsi. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe after the Brave Little Toaster, the actor I forget his name and I don't have IMDb on hand because who gives a shit? Like, I think he might have done, like, a couple of commercials, but then after that, it's just, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if I had to guess, he just got fed up with Hollywood and just, like, I'm gonna go work for Sit-Go. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go to college or anything, just straight to Sit-Go. It, the, the kid just sounds exactly the way it sounds now in the movie. <laughs> At
1: What, as an adult? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I sound like this! Did you watch
2: premium or I
1: So the Brave Little Toaster is also the second time we're talking about Dina Oliver, who voices the Brave Little Toaster. She was one of the writers and creators of Tiny... uh, Not Tiny Toons, Animaniacs. And she was also the co-writer with Sherry Stoner of Casper, the movie.
3: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the interesting thing about this movie, which I didn't realize until watching it again. But so much of the cast isn't like... Like, it's not a lot of voice actors or anything, and there's certainly not much in the terms of celebrity. It's mostly, like, writers and, like, performers Sketch- from the Groundlings. Yeah, and, so
1: the, the three and, main... And, like, the Second
3: City and that sort of stuff like that. The this, main
1: famous people are Phil Hartman and John Lovitz.
3: Well, that's the thing, right. like... And Tim Phil Har- Stack. <laughs> that's the thing. Phil Hartman and John Lovitz weren't even famous yet when this movie was when this movie was recorded. No,
1: Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Playhouse was going on for, um... What's his name? And uh, for Phil Hartman. And I think he just got on SNL. And I know for a fact that for two years, um, Lovitz was on SNL. Right. Well, ah, okay.
0: this is a time, this movie came out in a time where uh, like animated films, they, they didn't have like an MO to include a celebrity voice. Though. N-
1: not for a year later.
0: And like a lot, and a lot of the, the uh, voice actors in this uh, movie were, like, what kind of lifer voice actors, like mm. Thurl Ravenscroft and even yeah. like Bill yeah. yeah. You mean Tony was, the Tiger? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He,
3: he was like one of the biggest names on the movie at the time, which is so wild to think about. Yeah. The, the, Come the, on, Brave think, Little Toaster. To, to it's think, great. <laughs> to think about Thurl Ravenscroft as like top billing is so wild. I would love for
1: uh, Thurl to be like, you're a mean one, Mr
0: toaster <laughs> see i i now now that you put it in my head that like thorough ravenscroft is like was like a super like arrogant asshole in real life like you know who i am i'm thorough <laughs> ravenscroft i'm fucking tony the tiger i will eat you with my deep baso profundo <laughs> voice <laughs>
1: I just remember Thurl was on an episode of Maury Pulvidge. Maury did in the 90s famous uh, voice actors that you don't know who they are. Yeah. So he had like Wilma Flintstone and Thurl Ravenscroft. Oh, great. What
0: what
3: (laughs) timely choices. And and, Wilma (laughs) Flintstone. And Cree Summer. Okay. What? So two old, old guard people and Cree Summer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Who? Uh, Creesum. She, she was Tiny Elmira Toons.
3: Tiny Tiny Tunes. Penny oh, and Inspector Gadget. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 Every black woman ever in the nineties. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Will.
1: What? It's true. So the Brave Little Toaster is a fucked up movie. Um
0: It sure is.
1: It it really is. So who wants to give the I, this is something new that I'm doing because after I did the longest good night with my dad and I asked for a quick synopsis, he went through the whole fucking movie. Love you, dad. Still calling you out on that. Um, so the back of the video case in Blockbuster, what is the three sentences to define this movie to get people to rent it? Um, Three sentences. Just a quick synopsis. Like you're reading the back of the video like, oh, this is an animated kids movie with a toaster.
3: What? Yeah. Um, So it's,
0: it's this kid who should,
3: should should we assume that like, there's no questioning that these appliances are alive. Like, of course the appliances are alive. It's implied. So
0: the the main, the, the, the main focus is on like a collective of random appliances that were once owned by a, a, someone that they refer to as the master, (laughs) who is is like the child in a family. So basically like it's set up, like this house was abandoned that these appliances live in, uh, by the family, who like there's a mother and father and a kid who they refer to as the master, uh, and like apparently he had the most hands-on experience with all these these critters. Uh, and- yeah,
3: because we all remember in childhood the attachments that we had to a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah,
0: and like so, so that's the thing I got to bring va- up to a vacuum cleaner yeah. and a desk lamp. All right. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, they uh, like the it, it's set up so like that they're always. Kind of hoping that the master will come home, but like it never really does. And like, oh, my God, like every time they hear a car coming, they have to rush up to the attic for some reason. This to is like... more than
3: three sentences at this yeah. point. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I mean,
3: the quick ass elevator pitch thing for this, I'd got to say, is like homeward bound, but with kitchenware. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: They go on the journey
3: to find their master. Yeah. yeah. And so and you know what? They learn a little bit about
0: themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they sure along the way. God, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> they learn a lot about themselves. There's a uh, lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of character development, especially in the vacuum cleaner. Well, mm.
1: considering that the brave little toaster is the only female, she has to sleep with all of them. <laughs> That's the thing. Is the brave li- is like no? The toaster it's supposed female? to be no. It's. I feel be. like it was Pretty ambiguous. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a little boy. Yeah. Like like the blankie is like a little little boy, but it's um. The toaster is like a tween.
0: It's like it's like Mickey Mouse, where like it's like a was Mickey Mouse like a castrato or something? I don't know. Like the, the, they they neutered that poor mouse, like because like to get him to be a show Unlike business I'm like that mouse.
2: guy
1: from uh, from Game of Thrones, the bald guy with no testes. <laughs>
0: like Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said I was getting real edgy, and they 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 had to uh, give me a they uh, had to castrate me. Oh, <laughs>
2: You guys know what? Sorry, many. You guys know what Unix are? Anyway, <laughs> anyway.
0: So
1: yeah, the brave little toaster. The quick elevator pinch, as Lil said, is these fucking appliances go on an adventure, and one of them, who I think is my favorite, question mark, is John Lovitz as a radio.
0: Oh yeah, the the radio John Lovitz, which is, is pretty incredible. Which is caught in 1942. Yeah, like wartime. Sort of like, uh like now oh, hear this, like that. That's sort of. It definitely delivery. felt like John
3: Lovitz was trying to like do the Robin Williams and Aladdin thing before that even existed. Right. Yeah.
0: Kinda oh yeah, thing. trying to like jump around to different voices yeah. and stuff.
3: Now, Mister Hitler
1: is on his way down to Poland. <laughs> stuff like that. It it got so dark really fast <laughs> when you think about it, because all he has, because people know how a radio works, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That a radio will in fact move into the genres of the new decade.
2: <laughs> Listen to this. The lamp was awarded a purple heart today for being wounded in the line of duty. Lamps across the nation were switched off for a moment of silence in respect for
3: his act of bravery.
0: So there is like there there are a lot of like random themes of, of like nostalgia. Factoring hap- happening all over this movie, and yeah, th- there's definitely that 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 like that wartime vibe that he's like supposed to bring in to like darken up the film somehow with with it's like, like so like the radio it's, like, had, it's a pretty like dark rad- time from, like, the like the
3: radio's like, got PTSD
0: or something yeah exactly like it, it's this character who like I don't know it, it was a very <laughs> dark Dunkirk. emotional time for the country <laughs> here we are in Dunkirk <laughs> wow look at that. Resden, it's getting bombed. Oh shit! Oh, there's Tom
1: Hardy flying a plane with no gasoline. <laughs> Tom Hardy. He was in Dunkirk. He was. Oh. he was the pilot <laughs> who runs out of gas. Okay, okay, you never see his face. It's Tom Hardy. You only see his eyes, and like the whole movie is like, oh shit, I'm out of gas. <laughs> and right.
3: there's Paul Giamatti, and now he's gone. <laughs> Paul Giamatti no, wasn't here. in Dunkirk. He was in Saving Private Ryan. Oh. Oh That's right.
1: And it's me, Tom Hanks. For like five time. seconds. <laughs> um, so yeah. This movie, when it it opens up with like all of these inanimate objects becoming sentient. And yeah. what, that only is, certain
0: ones though. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, all of them. Like the chair doesn't fucking come to life.
1: Well, ever since the master and his girlfriend bumped uglies on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been it, dead inside. It, it ain't been quite right <laughs> since <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's stains that weren't here before
1: <laughs> what's wrong this used to be a pizza pie stain
0: so yeah so it opens up uh and the these beings become sentient the, these appliances and like they're all like kind of like waking up and and like interacting like the lamp and the radio have a little spat and then like the toaster sort of comes in and like uh the toaster he's like the a mediator for everyone he, he's there sort is, of today's
1: like, my bar mitzvah but none of you give a shit I'm 13 thanks yeah, there, exactly. there's like
3: totally sort of an unspoken allusion there to like you know, years later, when Pixar would do Toy Story, and they also have a big extended the toys are waking up sort of sequence, I feel like.
0: Exactly. And that that's, I, I, I totally think that there is some sort, is of sort of- Which is just another sort of connection
3: there. between, yet another sort of connective tissue between this and, like, you know, all the Pixar people. Yeah. I mean, it, fucking Joe Rampt does a voice for that matter. Joe Rampt is the
1: technically the bad
3: guy in this? He's, like, he, a antagonist. Yes. Which- like the antagonists are that guy, the um the fucking in the uh, new appliances. The new appliances, the uh the magnet at the crusher. And, oh, and, and nature. Just nature. Like it's a fucking Werner Herzog
0: thing. Yeah, film, ma- man versus where nature, nature where where man nature versus enemy. man versus machine, man versus self, man versus god. Yeah, it's covering all over there. Yeah, all of those. you we light- see the appliances
3: making their way across the desolate fields, these Incredible, futile In the existences. lamp,
2: <laughs> the lamp-like Thor, Odin's son, lifts his head defiantly <laughs> to so the Lord inanimate and objects. takes the lightning bolt.
3: These inanimate objects trudge across a desolate plain. It is, in many ways, a grotesque parody of man's own existence.
2: Like toys in a forgotten child's dream, they make their way... Into the toy chest that is life.
0: So I I, I wanna bring up real quick uh, Hey, I'm not
2: done <laughs>
3: Oh sorry. No, I'm like, not done either, Werner.
2: <laughs> Hello Werner.
3: Hello Werner.
2: Werner. Werner
0: Werner. I love you. I love this. <laughs> I love you, Verners. Um I wanna bring up that like so so they, yes, they're probably they
3: will go now.
2: <laughs> do you have my bus pass or are we walking again like we always do?
0: Let me order call- you an Uber,
3: guys. I called a lift earlier.
2: Do we really want to go to the lift after all of the allegations of misconduct?
0: And scene. <laughs> <laughs> we won't reveal our feelings. Um, that, like okay, so the the vacuum cleaner, or, or they're asking like what what they you know. All right, what are we gonna do today? And, and the vacuum cleaner is like, well, of course we gotta do chores. That's what we do every fucking day. <laughs> oh wait,
1: no, it's the toaster who says that.
0: <laughs> or, or is it the toaster? That, okay, maybe it is the toaster that yeah, says that they gotta do chores.
1: Thurl Ravenscroft is like, I'm not doing shit. Wouldn't <laughs> my, wouldn't my it, colostomy bag doesn't it,
3: work? Wouldn't it have drastically improved the film if? Like if like <laughs> Thurl Ravenscroft was just gave absolute I mean he gives no shits in this, but if he just gave so much shit that he just cusses with like every comma, <laughs> it's like we gotta do the fucking chores
0: now.
2: I don't wanna go over the
3: so fucking water. So this cast
0: of characters for for those of you playing at home. This it's, is bullshit. There's a toaster, a, a lamp, a radio, an electric blanket, an electric blanket. Which, and,
1: that's unsettling how its face comes into being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's and, just the numbers on the dial. I listened to yeah. uh, Shazir uh, Zematum from Best Friends Podcast try to explain uh-huh. this movie to Nicole Byers. Oh, boy. And it was very, very hysterical. <laughs> but I love Nicole Byers. She pointed Byer. out the fact that the electric blanket's face comes into being. Yes, that it is, just
0: sort of like forms. That <laughs> is
3: positively Cronenbergian. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> yeah, my favorite part is when they get into a car accident and they all start having sex. <laughs> like if you made
3: like a three D sort of remake version of this, they tried that. That I mean, that one scene if they tried to remake that would just be horrifying.
1: Well, and anyone who doesn't know David Cronenberg, I was referring to the movie Crash he made about people who get
3: sexually excited by car accidents. <laughs> so, right. we, we keep interrupting, uh, <laughs> Sorry,
0: Pat. Sorry. So. So here's the fucked up thing. The vacuum cleaner is technically the only appliance that's used to do a chore. Like the lamp is just there to provide light, the blanket for heat, the toaster for toast. Like the and vacuum cleaner no is food. the only <laughs> and there's no food. And like what you know, he's the only one actually doing anything.
1: And he's also getting his bag filled. That's a euphemism, if I've ever heard. <laughs> but he's getting his bag filled. The entire time as they're like going through the dirt. So he's probably like this close to popping and they only show once him emptying his bag. Hmm. I call bullshit that it takes that long to (laughs) fill a bag.
3: I mean, especially if he's as old as he's portrayed as
2: Uh, my bag doesn't get filled the way it used to. (laughs) It's not great. Pull over. I got to empty the fucking bag again. Oh my
0: god! When you get to my age, I haven't taken a shit in three weeks. <laughs> oh, your asshole feels like it's filled up with fluff.
1: <laughs> we forgot Jack Nicholson. AC Oh, yes. Hartman. Yeah.
0: So what happens uh, at, at after they? So like they 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 think that they see a car coming. They think the master's coming home. The blanket runs up to the ceiling and it turns up to the ceiling. Yeah, to, that, that runs see- up to the attic. That
3: fucking scene, by the way, where he just sort of. Has this vision of like the master appearing. That is incredibly the
2: Master
3: just floating like. <laughs> what? What is that?
0: <laughs> it's really fucking funny. I weird. just want to see one you of could... the
3: reps from Disney be like, we have notes. Um You could say so... you could say it's the kind of scene that uh, you know, that would have been directed by the likes of David Lynch! Oh, hi David! Hi, David! Do you remember the time when we made a crazy bank and floats? No? Wait, we didn't? Me neither. I was hoping you'd know. I remember the midget talking backwards.
1: I remember Dennis Hopper with uh, the thing over his face to get the oxygen. No, <laughs> I don't remember a boy, you know, making love to a blanket.
0: <laughs> see, okay. What happened? <laughs> no, we'll see, because he left when he was, was 11. See, the blanket's fucking lucky that the master wasn't around when he turned like 13, 14, because you know Ew. he would have been jerking off into him.
3: Gross.
1: <laughs> why am I sticky? I
3: mean, why is there web. this
1: poster of Cheryl
3: Teagues? I wouldn't put it by the kid to have just jerked off in all the appliances. <laughs> the toaster the vacuum cleaner. I'm sticky too. <laughs> you you used my what? hose attachment. This just in from the front. I'm also sticky. <laughs>
2: Oh my he God. sat on my <laughs> antenna. All
0: right, so so it turns out that it, it was just someone else's car that drove by, so they're all fucking bummed out. Blanky's all bummed out, and back and cleaner's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Stop so, crying, <laughs> you little pussy.
3: <laughs> Some, something I just thought of. I gotta so choke like, my bag. <laughs> the whole thing is like, this is a cabin that, like, the kid's family just regularly made trips to, right? They made, like, It seemed
1: like every weekend these...
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like a summer cottage, but... Like, when they actually show, like, sweeping shots of the cabin and, like, its area... There's fucking nothing around for miles. There should be a serial killer hiding out
1: in there, hiding from the police. Like, (laughs) I mean,
3: like, if it's a summer cottage or something like that, you'd think there'd be like hiking trails or like a lake or something like that. But it's literally just rolling hills of nothing. Do you know what it looked like? Like, Like, this isn't so much a summer cottage as like, you know, the cabin that daddy goes to to write his manifesto.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there aren't anarcho primitivists.
3: (laughs) And I believe. (laughs) um It looks
1: like a map from like like a cartoon where like you have a location with a house on it,
3: and then you and have then this just s- rolling
0: hills of nothing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought that okay. I mean, w- one of the things I loved about it as a kid, I thought like the like the the character design and the animation was all beautiful. I I don't know. I thought it was like pretty pleasant to look at for the most part. It was like before C T I. And like kind of in that later era of animation. It was, so it's yeah, like it's still like it's still in, still like, it's still in like
3: traditional cell animation. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I want to point out that this movie wasn't you couldn't find it anywhere. So I bought you each a copy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's on I, YouTube. I found that got added after I sent right. it to you. I, I, I like watched it. a day it, after. I
0: watched it this morning <laughs> on YouTube.
1: <laughs> a day after I sent it to you guys, someone uploaded it. And it said, added 12 hours ago. I was like, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but yeah, now I've got that in my purchase queue. Well, no, that's the thing. The the things that I'm getting pop-ups for from Amazon now, <laughs> they're like, you must really like the Brave Little Toaster because you bought three copies. <laughs> so you might love the Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars or the Brave Little Toaster Sings with Paul Anka. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Brave Little
0: Toaster Goes to the Dentist. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Brave little toaster goes to hell. <laughs> the
0: brave, brave little toaster's <laughs> bogus journey. The brave little toaster versus Freddy versus Jason. Oh, amazing. Amazing. So, uh yeah, so Blanky's all, all pissed off or, or he's all pissed both. off. <laughs> <laughs> Master's out there. Uh, I'm
1: mad as hell and I'm not gonna blanket anymore. It, se-
0: it seems to me like you keep coming
3: up with a movie that does not exist but is somehow much more entertaining. Like The, <laughs> the <keep> vacuum, <laughs> the vacuum's just like cursing all over the place and the Blanky is cynical and stuff. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I like I, this movie a lot better than the one we had to watch. The lamp needs I to
0: reconnect with its kids. <laughs> a smell productions reboot of the <laughs> Brave little po- toaster. Um, a brave little poster. <laughs> and, <laughs> so and there's a so there's a the only other appliance that we meet that uh is sentient in this cottage is an air conditioner, a wall like a window unit. That's voiced, uh, uh,
3: voiced by Phil Hartman doing. By- Doing a Jack Nicholson impression. Exactly. Kills itself.
0: So he like starts egging him on and being like, you know, the master's never going to come home. You're all just a bunch of doofuses. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Jack Nicholson always said doofuses.
3: You're a bunch then, of fuck faces. And then the vacuum cleaner went, shut the fuck up, Eric AC. <laughs> suck the, my unit. suck <laughs> my fat dick.
1: <laughs> Get it? Because, because BT use <laughs> our units. Get it? Y'all Second- have a
0: combined wattage of five or possibly less. <laughs> that, that was a thing that he said. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then yes, like... Because
3: kids are gonna get fucking electrician jokes. Yeah. You know
0: there's one
1: like electrician in the audience who goes... <laughs> 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 I get that.
0: I get you, film. That was for you, Bruce, who, who came to this movie Bruce wearing his blue <laughs> collar shirt that says Bruce on Bruce it. Bruce the electrician. Bruce yes.
1: Willis before he actually got his uh his career was an <laughs> <Yeah>. electrician. <laughs> he was a bartender and electrician.
0: <laughs> anyway, so like I-, I forget who says it. it might have been the toaster or someone, but basically one of them is like, yeah, well, at least like we can move around. We're not like uh, a, a wall unit or whatever So now they're the making fun of the p-
3: handicaps
0: And the master never played with you And the master never played with you And he was like it's not my fault I can't reach the knobs And I, I This is my function to be in the wall and that was kind of actually fucked up Where he starts
2: I don't have legs
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where he just starts, like this is my purpose In and life he, this is all I know And it just breaks an entire
3: like portion Of the foundation yeah, doing that yeah. too yeah,
1: he kills himself <laughs> He literally kills himself. He gets so angry that he. he... <laughs> the vacuum cleaner is like,
0: whatever, he was an asshole anyway. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead.
1: <laughs> I was sleeping with his wife, you know, the ceiling fan. <laughs> shh. shh. Don't ask how I got up there. It was really I would really take hard. my cord and I would just
0: let her <laughs> hold on smear. a second. Hold my beer for a second. What it I, just takes a piss her. What I like, what I like about
3: that is that I said, "Don't ask me how I do it," and then you immediately explained how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> the cord is his penis.
1: <laughs> Get it? Um. So
3: yeah. Uh, so after that incident.
0: They the, try to sleep.
1: And and they're like, No what we need to go find those motherfuckers. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Um This is yeah, this is getting weird. We gotta we gotta the, take
1: the care chair, of this. The cheer, Chair. The chair that they make, the wheelchair, is so upsetting because they take a surge protector, which they would never have in that cabin, mm. and then they hook it up to a car battery. Why is there just a car <laughs> battery laying around?
3: I, I feel like look- wasn't like it, the,
0: it, oh, I do love, like, the toaster, like, kind of, like, I don't know, just doing, like, the whole wiring of the thing together. I don't know. It always cracks Wasn't me it, up. like, kind of
3: implied that they somehow managed to get to the garage and that's where they got the car battery out something, of? something yeah.
1: Something like that. But but still, if it's just a summer home, you would not leave a car battery just laying around. Yeah, that's,
3: that's a good point. And it, like, kind of makes you wonder about, like, the whole physics of, you know, them being inanimate, like... Do they have like arm strength or anything like that? Like how, like car batteries are pretty heavy. Like it's not a kind of thing that you could just like a little tiny toaster with a little nubby arms could just pick up or anything like that. Do they
0: only, does who only works when they're plugged in? They don't have thumbs. Who only works when they're plugged in is all of them. Is it none of them? Is it only the vacuum? Is it,
1: as you know, we're all robots, so we only work when we're plugged in. So,
0: but like there's like, Plenty of shots of just, like, the lamp jumping around. He's not plugged in, but he's still alive. (laughs) But, like, the vacuum cleaner needs to be hooked up to this, you know, janky generator in order to, like, sustain himself. Right.
1: Well, it's because I'm so old. My parts don't work the way they used to. Sometimes daddy needs to take a blue little pill.
3: (laughs) I mean, there's a chance that the radio might have had batteries in it. But maybe not if it was, like, a 1940s radio, now that I think of
0: it. (laughs) took eight double D batteries.
3: <laughs> I
1: still don't understand how the radio doesn't understand the concept of time.
0: They're- yeah, it's supposed to be fucking hooked up to the RDS signal. He should, should at least be getting, uh, you know, some updates of time. Do you
1: think they're like, John, please stop doing it like it's the
3: 1940s? I'm not going to. <laughs> I made a choice, and I'm sticking to it. This is me now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Acting. Acting. I'm stuck in this voice. I can't stop it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's the ticket.
1: <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear.
3: <laughs> so We're not even at the point where they're out
0: of the house yet. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Okay, right. so, yeah, when they actually get out of the house and they build this Contraption that goes against all of God's will. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which how 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 did they not like create another appliance? Yeah. Out what of if this, what if
1: the the chair came alive and it was weird,
0: all mutated
2: It was like, I shouldn't be alive. <laughs> what have you done to me? You Pissed in God's eye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in the motherfucker
2: blank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's basically like they just. They took like a human brain and like attached it to a mannequin, like and called that like some a functioning human. Yeah, I uh, mean, oh, sorry, no, go. Um, like just in
3: the in the in the purpose of moving us forward. Like after an incredibly funny montage where they're just screwing up all kinds of ways to get out of the house, they finally do manage to make it out in despite of the fact no no thumbs. How are you going to open the door? And they're just and they're jetting through the countryside, which vac- that not how vacuum cleaners work. Vacuum cleaners are not
0: lawnmowers.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- they should have got like five feet. And then he's like, oh, I'm dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you try to put a vacuum cleaner on the grass, I wouldn't recommend it.
1: So when when they're um, caught in the middle of the woods, they just set to start setting up a camp. And poor Blanky is trying to find someone to sleep oh, next to. Oh. And
3: they're like, go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> You compl- Even the toaster is like, <laughs> get the fuck off me!
3: You completely passed over, though, the first song of the proceedings. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, did that come after the camp?
1: No, I just don't want to talk about the songs in this movie. You oh, don't City want to. Light?
3: You don't want to talk about the uh, songs by Van Dyke Parks. I would. Uh, I like Beastie the songs. B- Beach Boys <laughs> collaborators. Van collaborator Van Dyke Parks, famous so, for arranging albums by Randy Newman, Harry Nilsson, Ray Cooter, Little Feet, Joanna Newsom. Doing a, wrinkly, do some. doing a rinky dink little dee pretty 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 song. So this is the song that I wrote when Brian Wilson was like,
1: I'm not gonna get out of bed. And I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> Life is like a journey on a road that's within. Head says you should stay, but your heart says to begin, so you go.
0: But, but you, you don't, don't wanna, wanna go.
2: Any life worth living, isn't life just filled with ease? You just stay forgiving through the
3: forest and the trees. Here, let me introduce you to this guy who's going to take all your money. Oh boy, the songs on this movie. I mean, before I saw it again, I thought that I'd remembered like, yeah, the movie's weird, but there's some really good songs. And having watched it again, I would say there's like one good songs and three incredibly baffling and only slightly competent songs. What's the
2: one good song? (laughs) The
3: one at the junkyard, Worthless. I like that song.
2: I just can't, I just can't, I just can't seem to get started. Don't have the heart to live in the fast lane. All that is past and gone. There ain't nothing you can do about it. I
0: I I mean, it's it's creepy, it's creepy as hell, but I liked it. I mean, I loved it when I was a kid. I don't know. It's probably just a little bit of that factoring in.
1: I mean, the moral of the story is that People shouldn't try because if they literally just waited like two hours, (laughs) they would have been rescued by the master.
3: That's true. The whole endeavor
1: was completely pointless. It's like Indiana Jones not having to be in Raiders
3: of the Lost Ark to get the same resolution. The, the 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 only net thing that was achieved is that the master has been scarred for life. For he has stared down the precipice of death and has returned a shell. <laughs> he should just
1: start going on a killing spree. <laughs> you were saying, Pat?
0: Now I don't
3: remember. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you—you were—we were still talking about like the camp thing.
0: Oh, uh, so. Yeah, so so they go through the song and th- and then they they finally they they camp out and th- and then they wake up the next day and and they like kind of move through the thistle and whatnot and they they make it out into a clearing and it's like this you know oh my god we're we're in the light again we're we're in the clearing and it's like this beautiful nature scene uh and then do you guys want to talk about this and then cartoon ha- <laughs> and then cartoon hijinks ensue it it is hijinks all right and it's like kind of. Once a again, weird emotional yeah, roller coaster, it's, it's homeward whi- bound. <laughs> it's weird mood whiplash. It's a lot of whiplash. Like they go from being like, like, kind of like oddly like curious, and then to like being weirdly <laughs> like euphoric, to being just like annoyed. To and then being, there's just like, animals doing shtick, and then there's oh, just yeah. like animals doing shtick. Yeah, exactly. The when, frogs just jumping around and having a I, good time. When I got time. my
3: copy of the DVD in the mail, after like I got it, I looked on the back, and there was like a whole scene of just like animals waving to the appliances as I walk away, and I thought, "The fuck is this? This wasn't in the movie." That was a stupid DVD cover. Yeah, and then I watched it, and it was in the movie. I th- there are so many things that I totally forgot about in this
1: movie yeah. as a child. I forgot the animals waving. <clears throat> I forgot totally about the junkyard trying to kill this poor guy who the only thing he ever did that was bad was he was a ginger. Like (laughs) he's like, it's not my fault that I am red headed and have freckles. (laughs) Also my wife, uh, I told her that I was going to tell this on the podcast. She thought as a child that the only way to make toast is to make faces out of toaster to get it to go faster. She's like, yeah, I truly thought as a child that that's how. To make it go
0: faster. Yeah. <laughs> you got to egg it on.
1: Yeah. And I was like, I never had a toaster as a kid. My mom only would have us have a toaster oven.
0: <laughs> Those are better. Those are way better. Though. Yeah, you it's can only do be- more. It's you only fit because more. It's yeah. only
1: because she wanted to make toast with melted cheese on top. And you can't do that in a regular. Oh, toast. no, you
0: cannot. She really wanted some rare bit. Yep. Mm. What happens if you want mozzarella sticks, but you got a pizza in the oven? Like, <laughs> what else are you going to do?
1: How are you going to cook your bagel bites?
0: So I thought in general, this sequence, like uh, I, I noticed uh, that this more recent time watching it, I, I think it went on a bit longer than it needed to. It felt like unnecessarily long this movie
1: was so long and it was only 88 (laughs) minutes like it felt so much longer and you pointed out that it's a five-act structure yeah basically and uh and every act made me want to kill myself
0: (laughs) yeah it's kind of a similar uh, i think like finding nemo was kind of like that too where there there was like two or three different like sort of danger sequences that happen that like you think is going to be the final boss, but then like, Oh, it's not that. (laughs) And then then, like, it's this bigger one that happens. And then like, okay, that's the end. Like, Oh no shit. There's one more little one that happens. And then like, that's the end or something like that. It's like, it's like AI. Sure. I never saw that.
3: It's, it goes on forever. It's a movie that desperately wants to end, but
0: can't bring itself to.
1: We'll have you back on for AI.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They spend a lot of time. Like there, there's asked for this.
1: Well, too bad you made me listen to Corey Feldman.
0: There's maybe like five or six different settings of this movie, and they spend a lot of time at each one, so it feels extra long. Like it doesn't <laughs> doesn't have like a sense of urgency to it. You know,
1: Disney was like, "Well, we paid five thousand dollars per frame, so we we're getting our money's worth out of this." And the backgrounds don't really move yeah. around, so. <laughs> They they're literally just doing the Looney Tunes thing of like the background just staying the same, hmm. staying the same, staying. It's got the like Hanna, a very... Hanna Barbera
3: thing. Oh,
1: Hanna Barbera, yeah.
0: There, it's got like a very dry feel to it I, I, for a kids movie too. Like this, like the interactions between the voice actors feel like. I mean, I mean, there there is elements of them like trying to be like over accentuate and like appeal to kids but other times like they they do just sound kind of like adults arguing just and, like it. just being pissy yeah. at each other this movie
1: is too dark for children
0: it is and like I, there's,
3: I kind there's of liter- like there's literally a scene where the vacuum cleaner like gets so terrified at a waterfall he basically does the equivalent of like when someone's having a seizure and they're trying to bite down on their own tongue
0: yeah that's
3: what that whole thing where he ate his cord was
0: basically yeah. oh god yeah jesus christ jesus christ uh could i had you
1: guys watch an episode of gravity
2: falls
1: (laughs) um but yeah i still i don't understand at all in this movie why when they finally get saved in the woods it's by a masochist
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah, a guy who's just, you know, wandering around the woods in a monster truck looking for parts. Yeah. Because that's where they are. This
0: guy is almost the same character as that, like, kind of comic book store looking guy in the Toy Story movies, right? Wasn't there, like, a character kind of like Al's Toy Barn. Yeah. Just this, like, weirdo fucking, I don't know, like, well, <laughs> audio can- freak guy. <laughs> they, they, they
1: combined it Al and Sid because Sid from the first one had the dog yeah and then al had the store and the things that happen in the store are so terrifying <laughs> like I was genuinely upset I was so mad
0: it's yeah it's very very dark that that's and that's this is the scene where where he's in the electronic sh- we're in the electronic shop right yeah. And, and one, another and song the, happens. And then another song. I love this song, actually. It's, the, it's the, a big, the big movie Lurie show. Is this the Peter Lorre one? Yeah.
3: And yep. that and that's another thing. This is ostensibly a children's movie. And like, oh, all, all the kids are going to get references to timeless Peter Lorre and Joan Rivers jokes. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> eh, <laughs> eh, the toaster. fair, Not a shh.
0: Uh, I almost <laughs> said shoplift. <laughs> Facelift. They, they <laughs> used to call my vagina the toaster. <laughs> fair. Two slots. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> the only
1: joke that I ever remember Joan Rivers telling is that she used to have uh, super absorbent pads, and she jumped into a pool once and all the water disappeared. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 boy. That's
3: oh, man. like cartoon logic. <laughs> <laughs> and My husband. Uh, God bless her. And like after this, there's like all this buildup in the electronic shop scene. Of like, oh, this is this place is a butcher shop. You're never going to get out. You're going to die here. And then they just like hit the guy on the head.
1: Yeah, they, that's literally all they do. But they literally commit murder. <laughs> they what if like they just cut you a shot of like blood just dripping from underneath <laughs> the door. Um, and also the guy who keeps asking for stuff, he was scary as fuck. Oh yeah. I like, need like, a like in I, a
3: kind of uncanny valley kind of way. Well,
1: not just that, but like he looks like there is a woman chained up in his house. Like, <laughs> like I need these for torture devices. Do you have a motor? <laughs>
0: do yeah. you have an electric blanket <laughs> and a lamp and a vacuum cleaner that will do what I say? I have a very specific <laughs> fetish. You got I'm, any quick line back there? <laughs> Guy likes
3: to fuck little red radios. (laughs) Little red radios doing nineteen forties shtick specifically. Like I said, a very specific fetish.
1: (laughs) I like to dress up like Winston Churchill. Sometimes I get out the wheelchair and I'm FDR.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our country's at war. (laughs) Sometimes I like to reenact Stalingrad in my house with all seven (laughs) of my guinea pigs.
1: Sometimes I turn it on to the baseball game to hear Jackie Robinson play. (laughs) Because he does that. He's like, I'll get a baseball game. It's me, Red Barber, Jackie Robinson, number 42. It's like,
3: this is supposed to be the 80s. Yeah, what radio station was just broadcasting old-timey radio programs and, and Al Jolson songs? That oh
1: fuck! Don't get me started on the Al Jolson, because <laughs> like, doesn't he literally say like "Mammy"?
3: Yeah, when they're sinking in like the mud puddle right before they get, you know, saved by Monster Truck Man. Like that's just that's supposed to be like the kind of big emotional sort of we're going down, and he just plays Mammy. So they're going down. He's yeah. yelling timber. Uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> no! But yeah,
1: it gets really upsetting. Like. The all the times they almost die, which is literally like Toy Story 3. That they, they almost die so many times. Yeah.
0: Uh, like I said, Finding Nemo, it's the same thing. They, they run into like five or six different obstacles.
1: Yeah. But at least that movie has Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem really? Dafoe's the fish and Finding them. Oh, right. <laughs> He's the, the one who's all scarred up. Hey, it's me, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I fell on some dental tools.
3: <laughs> no, I'm t- not Dennis Leary, but I can see how you'd make that mistake.
1: I'll say funny words like he says too. Unitard. <laughs>
0: Want to stick
3: that worm in my butt?
1: <laughs> Want a feel good date movie? See me in
2: Antichrist.
3: <laughs> so they make it out of the electronic shop. Yeah, yeah. the dog steals the mo- the dog steals the monster truck. All the appliances go on a killing spree on the town. <laughs> yes. Die, everyone! <laughs> I'm your gods now.
0: <laughs> well, these poor guys are—they're going through a lot, you know. They—they they, so when they ran afoul of this electronic shop, you know, they had the had a lot of confidence taken out of them, you know, basically they, they, they're they like heavy themes of like the uh, like the circle of obsolescence with appliances and like, you know, like you're useful now, but will you be useful in 10 years? Yeah, and lots of like,
3: lots of existential dread. Yeah, exactly. And like well, that's this sort movie of- was written by
1: Albert Camus <laughs> <laughs> and Satra <laughs>
0: and like, yeah, and, and this like electronic shop was sort of like it, it was all like, you know, old uh, antiquated electronics, and, you know, they're just like, eh, you're just going to end up like us, too. Like, no, we're going to find our master, and he's going to fuck us just like he used to. <laughs> I mean, kiss us just like I used to. I mean.
1: Nothing makes me happier than him going, nah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh, my
0: that's God. That's my
3: problem to worry about. That's my very specific fetish. Yeah, so when they actually get to the master's house, these these appliances. And no, the, no one bats an eye to just a bunch of appliances wandering around an apartment building either.
1: I would just love to see someone open a door and then look down, see them moving, and be like,
3: "Nope, <laughs> not today." Or they do like that old, like sort of movie cliche where they see them walk by and they just look at the bottle of liquor they have, or just like, "Nope, never again." Oh, man, this ruined my kid's birthday party, but now it's ruining my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That ruined my kid's birthday party that's happening right now. Daddy, where are you? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when they actually get into the house, into the apartment, first off, I'm still not convinced that the master, his father is not a serial killer because the mom is a single mom and they don't talk about the dad I'm pretty sure that he had another sibling and the sibling got murdered in that cabin.
0: Yeah, he had a manifesto, remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's the BTK killer. I think he had like a special kill shack that he like would, you know, write all his little poems about all of his murder victims. And... <laughs> this you... one had pretty curly little hair. <laughs>
3: Have you ever heard this mortal coil just playing in the background? <laughs>
1: Hearing BTK reminded me of it. Have you ever heard Bill Hader do Lorne Michaels?
3: No, I haven't. No. And,
1: and he he does Lorne Michaels always names drops like famous people, but he does uh-huh. a certain thing where he rubs his face when he does it. Like, like it's exhausting knowing these people. And he did it him knowing serial killers. So it was me and the BTK killer. And they're like, BTK, why are you so upset? And I'm like, you know, his name's Dennis, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, good old Dennis Rader. Uh, so, I hardly I think- know her. Yeah. When, when they
3: get to the apartment, they run afoul of the new appliances, you know, right. all the state-of-the-art things like a, CR- a CRT TV set. Oh, come
0: on. That song fucking slaps too,
3: guys. <laughs> and a reel-to-reel player, you know, cutting real cutting-edge shit. Oh, all okay. the most
0: cutting-edge shit. Did
1: anyone else get the vibe that this was Patrick Bateman's apartment from, like, American Psycho? Oh, totally.
0: It's, it's that era. It's that, like, that, like, Mid to late '80s, like super slick, fucking.
1: Hey, Toaster, you like Huey Lewis in the news? (laughs) The thing about Huey was, (laughs) I'm literally doing the motion that he does. You like
0: Phil
3: Collins? (laughs) Let me put some on for you, and he just presses a button and it goes. Call (laughs) back to (laughs) Buck (laughs) Rubanza.
1: Yeah, like this apartment looks like a yuppie would live in there. It does. Oh, totally. Like the mother's trying to get over the fact that. She married a man who murdered one of their children, so that's why she's investing all of her time on the remaining kid, and she's like, don't go away to college, I'll be alone with my thoughts. Wait, just so like s- your father was alone with his. I'll so be alone
3: with my thoughts cat. and the specter of your deceased father who died cradling his manifesto. So
0: so the dad is Ted Kaczynski, so like, <laughs> as a reaction to that, she's like, I'm just going to marry this super fucking corporate wall street wolf i'm just as, as i'm just like gonna a,
3: surround myself with things with you're,
0: things and money and like just buy into that lifestyle that that fucking anarcho primitives wouldn't let me enjoy your
1: new stepfather patrick bateman <laughs> or jordan belfort <laughs> yeah. the wolf of wall street <laughs> why is he doing all that cocaine um yeah the song that they sing oh we didn't even talk about when they actually get there, there's only one appliance that's happy to see them. The old 1950s I Love Lucy TV.
0: Right. Oh, yeah.
3: Aren't you
1: a cypher soul eyes?
3: <laughs> who communicates through commercials.
1: I think that was also Joe Ramf.
3: No, I think Joe Ramf was just the... Uh, just the Then it was his brother, Jerome.
1: Man. It was his brother who was... Hmm. was I, the, I don't remember, and I yeah. don't have IMDb <laughs> in front of me. And you're like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that TV is exposition johnny because
3: yeah that's true it doesn't really exist for any other purpose
1: come down to the junkyard <laughs> did can- i say junkyard i meant the junkyard no also, can we talk about the master's girlfriend is way too hot for him
3: yeah and the mass and like grown-up master kind of looks like michael j fox Like Ginger Michael J. Fox. No, that's too nice. He he
1: looks like David Spade. (laughs) Ginger David Spade. Ah,
0: Master's got that big dick energy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just ask the blanket. He knows.
1: How'd you think I learned how to turn myself into a tent?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That asshole fucked me so many (laughs) times I got... Don't wanna, you <laughs> don't
3: want to know what he did with the horse attachment, I tell you. It's great. He stuck <laughs> his dick in it. It wasn't great.
0: <laughs> he really filled my bags, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> you see, when I I'm say- I'm not a
0: wet dry vac for fuck's sake.
1: <laughs> God
2: damn it. <laughs> <sighs>
0: So
3: the master and the girlfriend aren't there to like witness the old appliances arrival because they're back in the cabin. Yeah, what a crazy coincidence!
1: Is it just me or did the girlfriend think that they were going up there to bone? And, <laughs> oh, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, gotta get these appliances." Like, it should have cut you a <laughs> shot of her in like a negligee. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, all right, I'll put my sweatpants back. Yeah, I think it
0: would make more sense. See, I think. Wait, so was he gonna bring? the girlfriend back to the cabin to bone or no
1: no he didn't want to bone at all he wanted to just grab the appliances and she was you know DTF <laughs> oh right oh
0: yeah 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 she's like, like, like what what else were you gonna do in the cabin out in the middle of the woods but like
1: I gotta get my button. appliances
0: are, right. are you
3: not gonna sleep
0: with is me? that is that code for something what
3: <laughs> no I <can't>
0: appliances.
3: <laughs> why whatever do you mean girlfriend no I, I, I just I want- have a name <laughs> Yeah, it's Chris. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe you, you think we could have sex or something? No, I'm no, asexual. That is dirty, actually. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm saving myself for Jesus, just like Papu is.
0: <laughs> we can we can wear this sheet, this special sheet, and you can also wear this special sheet, and. Uh, I'm actually just gonna jerk up into this little puddle here, and you can if would rub be so guide like us to wear
3: that special sheet at all times, anytime. I'm really
1: scared about getting an STD. My mom used to date Magic Johnson.
3: Just so I see absolutely so I see absolutely no angles or features on you whatsoever except a head walking in a sack. <laughs> and the girlfriend's just like, I wish we could walk into the sack. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Don't worry. When we get to college, I'm probably gonna cheat on you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, they're moving in together in college.
3: Yeah, that's that's not a thing that happens like not immediately. Wh- immediately when you go to college. Yeah, uh, maybe in the '80s. Who what, knows? <laughs> what
1: should happen is that they go to college. He gets way too into his appliances. She ends up sleeping with her professor. She gets knocked up. She has to drop out, and he, you know, ends up with his appliances.
3: <laughs> And he None. inherits the electronic shop. You don't understand, Heather. I need these appliances. <laughs> these specific appliances. No other ones will do. None other will do.
1: Why is he bringing a black and white TV to the college? <laughs> yeah, that's a
3: that's a dumb idea. And like wh- while this is going on, when they go to the cabin. It's just like the silly little kind of cut back in, cut back out. Where's the toaster? Cut to the toaster being thrown out the window. Where's the vacuum? That again. Where's the rest? (laughs) And the rest. Also, why does he have an
1: electric blanket as a child? There is no reason for him to have an electric blanket.
3: Yeah, that's kind of dangerous for little kids to have as a child. Yeah, like unless they they have like pneumonia or
0: something. (laughs) (laughs) Like... I mean, he was.
3: Like I mean, a little, his he was a little clearly, ginger boy. I mean, yeah, his dad clearly wasn't taking care of him. That would that would be precious time away from his manifesto. Oh, exactly.
0: Well, he didn't believe in in uh, in Western medicine at yeah, all. His, his or Eastern was, his medicine. His dad was for that probably matter. an
1: anti
3: vaxxer Oh, totally.
1: My old ex-girlfriend Jenny McCarthy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said no to the <laughs> to the polio vaccine. And that's when the appliances get taken to the dump, and like they're they just basically give up at that point. They're oh just yeah, like, they're ready to. They,
0: that's, accept their fate.
3: That's their I'm going to dress in black and read Camus, sort of, and, mm. and smoke clove cigarettes moment. It should have
1: ended with them getting crushed and you're just here, I'm all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's in the way that you use it. <laughs>
3: My master's not here. I'm going to go listen to Echo and the Bunny Men. <laughs>
1: That, that's every Echo and the Buddy Men song, right? <laughs> pretty, Just pretty my much. Uh, the only way that I can listen to Echo and the Buddy is if I'm watching Donnie Darko. Any <laughs> Um Yeah. When the master finally gets to the junkyard, first off, he took his goddamn time. Yeah. Like, it, they got there faster than he did, and they w- left like around the same time.
0: Yeah, there's like there's like bits of exposition and dialogue happening during the worthless song too that kind of makes it feel again like the, like the scenes
3: t- like more time is passing by than yeah,
0: actually There is like definitely something about this movie that feels like it's way longer than it actually is and
3: If if that whole thing was happening in real time that must be incredibly funny to like just like if the camera just never cuts away from the junkyard, and there's like singing, 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 worthless, and then just... <laughs>
0: you, you so, gonna, so did you guys you, see you, Dynasty you, the other day? Gonna,
3: <laughs> so, so is something supposed to happen? What, I was in the Indy 500! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know
1: what would have been great if like, all the appliances got crushed like in the short The Snowman? Do you know The Snowman? <laughs> That's the one that David Bowie's at the beginning of. I remember the snow the year I got this. Oh, God. Is that the one, one with the... In the <laughs> <air>? <laughs> yes, that one. Oh, that shit's super depressing. <laughs> oh, I, I know exactly what yeah, that is. Yeah. So, w- where that, that short film ends with the snow melting and. He comes out and his
3: snowman is dead. But and, there's it, n- and there's no happy ending. It's just oh, that's that's the passage of time for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, it's an ending. <laughs> that's good enough.
1: He gets to the junkyard and like th- the vacuum and the toaster and the lamp are all melded together with the radio. They're all this giant junk pile. It's oh, <laughs> like, is just like
0: they they're one now.
1: Yeah, and he just he's like, oh, God damn it! Hey, where's the blanket? And you just see. The knob in in the corner,
0: and like a slow fade to black, and like sad They're piano music.
2: I'm driving to the jug. I'm going to find a thing for toast.
0: <laughs> I
2: really want some toast. <laughs> Hot butter all over.
0: And jam.
2: (laughs) I'm here at the junkyard. There's a bunch of my old appliances melted together. And a bunch of cars are singing. I think my mom dosed me. Why is my stepdad, Timothy Leary? (laughs) So much
1: LSD, all I can
2: see. <laughs> oh, God,
1: not again.
0: <laughs> no. no, we're not talking about Pat Boone today. We already did that.
1: Um, Yeah, so like.
0: See our uh, Jukebox Heroes episode on Pat Boone.
1: Cross promotion. <laughs> when, when they get sucked up into the air or, and like they keep getting off.
3: Cent- you wanna you wanna pick a better choice of words.
1: <laughs> so when they're fully erect <laughs> <laughs> No, so when when they keep getting they keep jumping off the, the electrical belt, the the um the giant magnet. Belt. No, the magnet oh, when the they magnet, get, yeah. They keep getting pulled off and then the magnet comes to life and start like, is like, no, I'm out to crush these guys. Yeah,
3: what what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's what my- business does he have just like specifically targeting
0: these get, these appliances? You I know? just
3: want to watch the world burn.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, totally. And I mean he mostly fucks with cars, but yeah, he wanted to he wanted to pick on a radio, a little tiny and a radio human. and a and a human.
3: Yeah, he, he nearly kills the master.
1: Yeah, and when when the toaster gets crushed and he brings it back to life, first off, this this kid is a magician with like appliances. He can bring everything back. He brings the the ac back he brings the the toaster back when oh, the yeah. toaster gets crushed the toaster should not be talking the same way should be like hey guys look at me i'm fine
2: i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine, I'm fine.
3: <laughs> yeah now that i think about it that kid probably doesn't need to go to college cuz he's clearly already good at like being an electrician and stuff like that yeah like,
0: that's a fucking good job that that's a trade you you're making good good bucks yeah
3: yeah he should build a robot <laughs> One thing that like, this is a very nitpicky detail that just stuck out to me so hard when he, when he finally fixed the toaster, like he shows it works by like, you know, the toaster slings some bread and he grabs Is like, see girlfriend, I told you it worked. And he just like, victoriously takes a bite out of toast. And she's like, why won't
1: you fuck me?
3: (laughs) He victoriously takes a bite out of toast with nothing on it. Just a mouthful of
0: like. Well, that's like
1: a metaphor for him. He's boring, (laughs) plain toast.
0: I like to make love like I make my toast. Dry and fast. <laughs> In the toaster. <laughs> In the toaster. Dry, clean, crummy. Dry.
3: No blemishes or dirt whatsoever. All right, I'm going to a <laughs>
1: frat party. Bye forever.
3: <laughs> I'll be here with my toast. I'll have toast for you when you get back.
1: I won't be back.
3: Fine, I'll eat your toast.
1: <laughs> Fine. <laughs>
3: She'll oh be goodness. back. They always want toast, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's how the movie ends like
0: <laughs> yeah, they, everyone
1: they, doesn't get what they want.
0: oh well, Every- no they they get they're back with the master, right?
1: yeah,
3: but he's not happy. I mean, the air conditioner doesn't get what he wants because he got brought back to life.
1: Oh, God damn it, I'm alive again. Now you're
3: fiddling with my nuts. After I did now that- you want to play with them. After I did that whole thing and was dramatic, now I just look stupid. <laughs>
1: All right, goodbye. Cruel World just pushes up the window
3: and jumps out. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't bring that back. The cabin's just up for demolition. So this is how I die. Goodbye. <laughs> I,
1: <clears throat> I wish they showed, like, the open house that they were having when they put the for sale sign up. Like, just some guy comes in. So this is it, the murder cabin where that guy <laughs> killed his child. Uh, was it's, got it his- cent-
3: it's got central air, Uh, very good uh, facing the mountains sort of view, Uh, talking air conditioner. What? <laughs> I'm a torso. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: this is where he murdered his child. Why'd you keep saying child? Like, it's, you know, not uh, son or daughter or... Because, it was oh, look, honey, a rough draft of the manifesto. Take a picture. <laughs> he killed his child. You keep saying that, but I don't understand what you mean. It was a metaphor for himself. Oh, I get it now. But it was also a
0: child. <laughs> <laughs> look at all these default, uh, these defunct letter bombs that were going to be sent to Bill Gates. <laughs> Is that what Kaczynski did? Uh, was uh, it Bill n- Gates? Not Bill Gates, but it, it was like, uh, People uh, in the, like, kind of high up the technological, up, in, in the technological yeah, like Silicon Valley types. Take that, Steve Jobs. Yeah. He didn't have the internet, so he didn't know who Bill Gates was, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, like, well, what if he was just signing it to villains that he saw in movies? Take that, Max Zorn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Max Zorn. Take that, Mr. Potter. <laughs> 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 Fucking capitalist pig. Max, Take that, Hans
3: Gruber. <laughs>
1: I found off a building. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as we, we get to the end of this, on a scale of one to 13 bagels, one being shed and 13 being great, how many bagels are left in your baskets?
3: I am going to say there's five bagels left because for all the things that make it, like it wasn't, so, like, it's definitely very, very different from what I remember as a kid but I also wouldn't say that that makes it bad necessarily so much as just just weird and bizarre. And it's definitely not a movie that holds up. That's for certain. Pat? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give
0: it 12. Uh, Seriously? Yeah. Wow. And, and, and I'm taking the-
1: Now the... I feel bad for making fun of it as much as <laughs> No, no.
0: And, and I'll explain why why I took that bagel out. I I, I uh, totally get and, and recognize all of the shit that, that you guys are saying about the movie and, and it that's, it's definitely that's, far from being perfect. It's is just, that why
1: you're kicking us out of your house right now?
2: <laughs>
0: that's not a deal breaker for you. It's it's just a weird ass movie. It's it it's a very it, it's a strange children's movie that it, it's just odd and like has a lot of like weird emotional like heaviness to it that like you didn't get from a lot of kids movies and uh, there were like other dark sort of kids movies that were just like either trying too hard or just, like, way too depressing. Like, I don't know, like, Secret and Him didn't really do it for me because it was just, like, way too, Yeah, like that, that dinosaur way too heavy. That,
3: that definitely was a time where, like, you know, the height of this is a dark kids movie very frequently was, oh,
0: no, the Dark King. Yeah, but, like, this one had, like, had like kind of fun voice actors, and it, it, it had elements of humor and, like, you know, the... <laughs> this sort of banter between the lamp and the radio they were funny and like but they were put into these very sort of like dark existential situations and like i don't know it it it's definitely uh different from a lot of other kids movies that i remember at the time and i and and i think it did go on to sort of inspire things like toy Story, even even wally that's sort of like
1: well yeah that's
0: sort of like just the obsolescence that you know the the existential longing for, for nostalgia. It it's it's like a, an element in media that I uh that I latch on to a lot. Uh well, the toaster movie. also
1: gets crushed the same way Wally does. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um yeah, I'm going with straight down the middle, six and a half, six point five bagels.
0: You're like eat a half a bagel. Yeah, throw it's throw it back in. <laughs> it's super depressing. Throw it to the like, ducks. Yeah.
1: Also, Blanky just I take out three alone for Blanky. Blanky just makes me so upset. Yeah, Why yeah. is it still a child? It should be growing with them.
0: That's what's weird about it. Is like, yeah, they're, they're sort of a. There's this is three supposedly men and a baby. like roommate, like they're apparently roommates. I guess like like they're all supposed to be the same age. I guess or like because there's there's no consideration. Like there's no like oh the the fucking Blanky needs to is just a kid you know like they're all just sort of like grow the fuck up or but he is quite if, obviously if I, a child if I
3: may put it into like video game terms for a second Blanky feels like to me the equivalent of just a constant escort quest sure like specifically okay. specifically, I don't know video game. <laughs> specifically one where like the character you're trying to escort is just like constantly running into shit and you know making things difficult but still just going like
1: help me Hell not, not just
3: that okay so Blanky, the toaster and the
1: lamp were supposedly bought at the same time so they all should be aging at the same
3: time right i mean that opens up a ton of other questions like at what point does the aging begin for an appliance
0: all right well okay here's my theory blanket is just constantly coddled so like he's in a state of arrested development and and has just because like,
3: he's a blanket because he's
0: a blanket so he like never actually emotionally matures. He's sort of like Gypsy Rose. Yes, you, you <laughs>
3: you're giving <laughs> this an awful lot of lot of an awful lot of creams. yeah. There's like
0: sort of a Munchausens by proxy thing <laughs> happening with between, oh like uh, the
3: act. <laughs>
0: yeah, the act. Yeah, that was it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I saw in an interview like. I forget if it was an interview or review, but like it basically posits that there's like that part during the whole animal sequence where there's like a flower that gets close to the toaster, and he's like, no, I'm not a flower. Get out of here. And then he like runs away and then turns back and sees the flower wilting, and supposedly that's like a big character moment for the toaster because he's like, oh, I shouldn't be. I should be so distant with people because later he's
0: that's true. You know, I, better to blankie and all that sort I of stuff. I don't remember that the first, like, like, from being a kid, and I, I, I remember that scene now and like, yeah, it definitely has. I mean,
3: it's possible the reviewer was just, you know, just pulling things out of nowhere with that explanation, but
0: I guess it's something. Oh, no, I, I saw it as a, it was supposed to be like a, a sort of pivotal moment. It definitely had that, that like, the way it was cut in there. It was supposed to make some sort of point like that.
1: There's a scene in the movie where they almost throw the toaster into a bathtub. <laughs> oh, yeah, where he's having a oh, dream.
3: We didn't even talk about that scene at all. How did we not bring it up? (laughs) The clown always scares the shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one that everyone talks about the most, and we didn't even mention it. Well, this has been
1: Writer's Bagel Best (laughs) (laughs) five. No, yeah, the dream itself is terrifying with the the clown and the attempted suicide. What if there was someone in the tub? like like what if what if his dream was what if it, what if it
3: was the dad
1: <laughs> well i killed my child you keep saying child and you don't explain whether it was an older or younger sibling what
3: was it it's like well i killed my child <laughs> that's funny dad i'm right here yes you didn't have a brother and or sister
1: <laughs> or fraternal twins <laughs>
3: Like a big tidal wave that turns into forks at one point, which seems kind of heavy-handed.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? What if, like, the movie just ended with with the dream being real, and it was all like a Jacob Slatter scenario? The father and his manifesto murdered. So the dad his... was the demon clown the whole time. Yeah. It just. E- it just ends with. Wait a minute. The master's been dead for years. The mother was dead too. Oh no! Not the
2: baptist <laughs>
3: And then the camera just pans up. There's the clown and there's a quick zoom in and he goes, run.
0: And then it rolls credits.
2: (laughs) It's in the way that you use it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The whole movie up to that point is just like a a, mental flashback that the toaster is having right before he dies. Jacob's Ladder style. Yeah. I don't think
3: they survived that camp out. (laughs) (laughs) That's honestly
1: how the movie should have ended. (laughs)
3: Good God. Disney. That would be a Werner Herzog film at that point.
2: As you look on at the father as he took the toaster and dropped it into the bathtub, each last zap, zap, zip went through his mind as popcorn popping in a microwave bag.
3: And so the toaster and all of his pathetic whelp expire as they came into this world, (laughs) broken, fundamentally shattered, and ultimately experiencing nothing
1: and venus was her name <laughs> and that that's what it would make sense if it was still like caught in the 50s or 40s with the with the john lovitz uh, radio is because it still was <laughs> and that's how that's how it ends the the radio just turns on With this dead body in the bathtub, and you just hear, hey, Venus, (laughs) Venus, Venus was her name.
3: (laughs) So, yeah. Just slow cut to the radio slowly sinking into the bathtub going, I don't want to set the world on
2: fire.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. Thank you both for being on the podcast. Thank you for having yeah, this us. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. This has
3: probably been our
2: darkest episode. <laughs>
0: that's dark what,
3: movie. That's what makes it the last episode. <laughs> no,
1: it, it gets a title. It's haunted. <laughs> um, so yeah. Where where should they check you out?
3: Uh, our podcast is Jukebox Zero's. We just recently had you on as the guest reviewing the seminal In a Metal Mood by Pat Boone covering Deep Purple and driving a- Deep Purple Led Zeppelin and driving us all into conniptions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess just look up Jukebox Zero's <laughs> podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. We're on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places you can get them. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: And, yeah. uh, yeah, you, you can also check out my project, Smell on Spotify, Bandcamp, all that shit. Apple Music. I think it's up on now.
3: And his other podcast, Old Man Yellow Cloud. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. My other podcast, Old Man Yellow Cloud, uh, with Christopher Brown and Jim Schultz. Check that out too.
1: And you can always find us, like subscribe on iTunes for however long iTunes is gonna exist. Um uh give us five stars. Follow us on Twitter at writer W-R-T-R-B-A-G-E-L. B-S-K-T, like us on Instagram, Facebook, email us, writersbagelbasket at Gmail. And uh, thank you both for being here again. Thank you for having you us. You're very welcome. I'm Scott Gerland. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Hey everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds, and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares I'm about up against the wall by the fruit <laughs> yes. trees? Like, where's the dragon? I'm
3: inside the belly of a dragon.
4: To the naughty erotic threesomes with Navy SEALs. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Boobies Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. You can also support Boobies and Newbies on Patreon.com for lots of bonus booby content and early episode releases.
0: bombing all over the country they are posing as movies you already know they may be in your theaters your neighbor's home or even your own why are you doing that voice I don't know (coughs) I thought it made me sound cool it doesn't I'm Jason Bishop host of the invasion of the remake podcast with co-host Sam Stepanenko and Trish Coughlin join us each week as we rotate talking about your favorite films and their not-so-favorite remakes we'll also dig deep to find forgotten films that we think are more worthy of remaking complete with our own fantasy casting you can get all 130 episodes and counting on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Radio Player FM, and all the best podcast providers, even freaking YouTube. For the low, low price of absolutely nothing, join the invasion. Subscribe today
1: or we'll blow up your planet.